Hey, church, it's Pastor Mike. Welcome to my seven-minute almost daily podcast where we're just trying to adapt to the cultural changes that we find ourselves in, the stuff the pandemic has pushed upon us, pretty much unavoidable. But we're leaning in, trying to figure out how to get better. We call it ReChurch. <laughs> yeah, to be perfectly frank, I'm a little insecure that this particular series of podcasts has gone in a little too long. It was supposed to be nine podcasts long. It's turned into 11, and I fear you've grown tired of it. If you've hung in there, I appreciate it. I think it's worth it. It's actually been good for my own life. I've been talking about the indicators that your Christianity may not be rooted in Christ. I think it's important for us to know that because this world needs Christians to be living out a fruitful Christian life. We need to be radically different than the rest of the world. When we argue, when we criticize, when we relate, when we communicate, when we deal with difficult topics, when we write, when we speak, when we address people, we should be radically different because our lives are grounded in the gospel. So we can be the salt and light that God needs us to be in the world right now. All right, before I give you number nine, I just want to tell you what my hopes and dreams are when it comes to the vaccine. If someone asks you if you're getting the vaccine and you're getting the vaccine, you're going to get it, I would love it if you answered, or anybody answered something like this. Um, yeah, I'm going to get the vaccine, but it's not like I'm going off to war or anything. It's not like I'm saving the planet. And if you're not getting the vaccine, I would love it if you said something like, I have some personal issues with it, so I'm not going to get it. And I would love the response in either case to be like this, something like this. Well, um, that's what makes this country what it is. You have the right to choose. You get to exercise that right of freedom. Congratulations. Can we just do that? Or we have to fight about this too. Why don't we unify and celebrate the fact <laughs> that it's a free country? Wouldn't that be great? All right, number nine. The ninth indicator that your Christianity might not be rooted in Christ is you're just way too insecure. You're just way too insecure. Here's my top six ways you can tell that you're insecure. Number six, you suffer greatly from comparison and jealousy. Number five, you belittle other people. Number four, you're over-controlling. Number three, you're passive-aggressive. Number two has two parts to it. You either overestimate yourself or you undersell yourself. Either one of those indication of your way too insecure. And the number one way to know you're way too insecure is you would never admit to being insecure. You see the problem here, right? This describes a world without Jesus. That's what it's like if you're not saved, if Christ hasn't redeemed you. So if we're behaving like that, that describes who you are. Your Christianity isn't rooted in Christ. 
you look like and you act like the whole rest of the world. That's not helpful. The world needs something else. All right. Well, what do you do about it? Well, this whole series has been not been about how to sort of just compensate or, you know, get better at these things or uh, somehow fix these indicators that you're not rooted in Christ. The actual answer is to be more rooted in Christ, which I'll get to. But there are some, let's call them non-gospel ways of overcoming insecurity. Here's a couple of them. Celebrate others' success. Just do it. Look for people who have been successful, close friends, relatives, anybody, and just celebrate it. Just do it. Okay, here's one. Stop joking around. If you're always making jokes about stuff, just stop. Just just spend a month just not being stop joking. Just stop joking for a while and see what happens. Here's another one. Just don't fill the silence in so quickly. Just let it be there. It's, it's fine. Here's another one. Ask for critical feedback and then <laughs> take it. Don't say anything. Don't argue with it. Just take it. Here's the last one. Write a list of your strengths and write a list of your weaknesses and be at peace with both lists. Give it an opportunity for your strengths. Take it. Just take it. When a weakness is pointed out to you, one of your weaknesses, it's on your list. Just agree with it. Practice some of those things and you'll probably find your way through some of your insecurity. But the better thing to do, the better thing to do is read Ephesians 2 and reaffirm your faith in Christ. Pray every day for a month. Be grateful for 30 days about how, who Jesus says you are, what the Bible says about you. Read Psalm 139 over and over and over again. Remember things that like you're made by God, you're loved by God, you're forgiven by God, you're valued by God, you're given purpose by God, you're adopted by God. You're eternally secure. Be specific about the things Jesus forgives you for, past and present. Spend some time thinking about that. These are the gospel ways to get rid of insecurity. Make a list of people you need to apologize to, ask forgiveness for, from, and a list of people that you need to forgive and go do it. Find ways to be generous and compassionate, just like Jesus has been toward you. Write your testimony out, one page, practice it. Think about ways to tell others what Jesus has done in your life. Those are the kind of things that get you reacquainted with Jesus, that get you reacquainted with your salvation, that root your Christianity in Christ and in the gospel. And when you do that, you become a different person. You become transformed. You become radically different than the rest of the world. And that's what the world needs right now. It needs salt. It needs light. What it needs is Christ in you. Christ in you. 